100 more, 100 more. If you have listened to the podcast for a while, I understand that I might have come off as rather dismissive or uncaring about people who aren't at what I call level three, meaning family, wife, partner, children, and your closest friends. But that isn't the case. Today, I want to share how I think about my relationships with people who are not all that close to me, neighbors, my community, and the public at large. We'll dig in right after a quick word from our sponsor. Hey guys, Ashley here. Are you having trouble meeting the right girl? Are you struggling due to lack of confidence, not knowing what to say, or not having a plan? Are you tired of being told to act confident around women without being told how? If so, I'd like to introduce you to the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book from David Sharp. If you are afraid to approach women in public, this book is for you. If you aren't having success meeting women on dating websites or apps, this book is for you. If you're having trouble connecting with women on dates, this book is for you. The Gentleman's Guide to Flirting has loads of modern, field-tested, and ready-to-use examples to help you confidently approach women and meet great women either in person or online. It also has practical, real-world advice to help you truly get the most out of the dating process. And it has thoughtful, practical advice for cultivating and sustaining your relationships for the long term. It's got it all, and you're going to love it. The book's website is gentlemansguidetoflirting.com. That's gentlemansguidetoflirting.com. You can go to gentlemansguidetoflirting.com and click the buy now button or just search for Gentleman's Guide to Flirting by David Sharp on amazon.com or anywhere else you buy your favorite books or eBooks and start changing your life now. Hello there. Welcome to episode 84 of the Gentleman's Guide to Excellence podcast. I am David, the author of the book of the same name, Gentleman's Guide to Excellence, as well as my first book, The Gentleman's Guide to Flirting, both available on Amazon.com and everywhere else you find your favorite books or ebooks worldwide. A hundred more. A hundred more. What do I mean by that when it comes to thinking about other people on this planet with me, with us? I can best illustrate this concept with a series of examples, so here goes. When I think about what my mindset should be on how I treat other people, and I mean everyone, including people close to me, people in various orbits a little further out, and then people in general, people out in the world, I speak often on how I think I should treat people you care about the most, those at the forefront, the ones I call it speak of as being at level three. Now, as for everyone else, I like have, having more good interactions with them. A hundred more, in fact. Always a hundred more. This is a goal I never hit. Let me explain. Example one. Consider online, like on the internet, like on social media sites, I mean. Many, or perhaps most, online platforms are rife or full with toxicity. You don't have to look very far before you come across very hostile, unpleasant material. It can be quite the turnoff to the point where you don't want to go and interact on social media platforms at all. 
But that doesn't mean you need to participate in that toxicity. You can be on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and participate in the comments on Reddit and what have you. Whatever you have in your country, you can do that without being negative. You can choose to be consistently supportive and kind, kind with other people. Build people up. Treating people online with kindness, not trolling, and not insults is what I'm recommending. And that doesn't make you some sort of pussy or weakling. It makes you a good person. You're just being yourself. You're naturally good self. And what I'm thinking in my head is that I want a hundred more followers when other good people see what I am doing online, a hundred more followers. My words and my behavior and my attitude and my approach might resonate with other good people. And there's millions upon millions of them out there. They see there is another way. You don't need to respond to the toxicity and the negativity and the trolling and the insults with your own negativity. You can either say nothing, block people, or respond with kindness. Be consistently kind and positive and supportive. So my approach and what's going on in my mind when I do that, when I take some of my precious, very limited, very finite time to participate in social media platforms is because I want a hundred more followers today, a hundred more positive interactions and another hundred tomorrow and another 100 the day after that, a hundred more. I feel the same way in person in real life. I want my interactions with any strangers to be positive, no matter how brief or inconsequential the interaction. A smile worked, just a simple smile in passing. An unsolicited hello also in passing just for a second can make someone's day. For some folks, you might be the only person that speaks to them all day, and that little bit of human warmth is something they will remember at least all day, maybe for weeks, a hundred more. But maybe that'll take more than a day. A hundred more is what I'm thinking in my head as I'm walking around and going through my daily life. But if a hundred more a day doesn't work for you, and it doesn't work for me, I'm thinking maybe a hundred more a year. Whatever the right amount is, a hundred more a month, a hundred more a week, whatever the volume is that you can, that you can support. A hundred a day is a lot, but maybe if you live in a large city, it's not that much. Anyway, that is how I think. A hundred more in a year, because I live in kind of a remote place and I don't go out that much, especially right now as I record this, it's early 2022 and a pandemic still around and I am trying to avoid human contact, but I do have it and I'm thinking I want a hundred more in a year, a hundred more positive interactions, make a hundred other people feel good about themselves from a positive interaction from a stranger. But as I said before, I never hit that 100. Never. Never. Because once I've rang up like one or two or five of these positive interactions in a day, tomorrow my counter resets back to wanting 100 more positive interactions. So my 100, I never ever will hit. I will never hit the 100 more times of positivity spreading between two people because I always reset that counter and I always want 100 more. I never want to stop. So what about shrinking down the scope a little bit? What about in your community and with your neighbors? Here again, I definitely want 100 more for sure. It's worth the effort. I, why? Because I see these people often. They're my neighbors. They're in my community. They're right around me. I want them to like me. And I want to be successful and I want to be happy. I want both of us to be successful and happy. 
So if there's some small thing I can do to advance my cause, I do it instinctively, reflexively, without hesitation. Having a hundred more positive links or connections with your neighbors, no matter how small, with people in your immediate community, well, that could be quite an asset to you in so many different ways. You know, people might need help, um, so offer a helping hand. Who knows, when you need a bit of help with a flat tire or some small kindness, you are far more likely to have someone decide to offer that help to you if you have a large bank balance of hundreds of people who already like you, who already think of you in a positive way. A hundred more on this front for sure is it is a, just a great investment. So offer to help a neighbor if you can. Be quick with a kind word. Offer to help a stranger with something. Being a, Just be a good person. Plus, you'll just feel better about yourself. Also, another way to look at this, you know, you could reach out to someone that you already know. Maybe reach out to a friend or a family member that you haven't spoken to in ages. Maybe an old co-worker from, year, from years ago and just ask how they're doing. Hey, how are you? How's the family? How are things going? We haven't talked in a while. I just want to reach out and say hello and see how you're doing. That can make a world of difference to somebody and also kind of warm up and rekindle a friendship that you didn't want to see uh, kind of just kind of fizzle out. If you can afford to step it up, step it up. Step up this hundred more concept. If you see someone who cannot pay for their groceries at a checkout, if you can afford it, if you've got money and you can do this without it being a hardship on yourself, step in and take care of that bill for them nicely. They may push back. They may be embarrassed, just smooth that over and handle the situation. Maybe buy someone's food or coffee at Starbucks. That may be a cheaper. That's easier if there's a drive through Like I'm an American, as you can tell by how I speak. Um, in the United States, the Starbucks, lots of them have uh, drive throughs Well, you can just pay for the car behind you if you're a shy person and you don't want to reach out and take a chance of someone getting upset because you try to go and pay for something and they didn't want it, right? The cashier at the drive-thru will know how to handle that in a way that will surprise and delight the car, the people in the car behind you. Just say to the cashier after you paid for your stuff, hey, I'd like to go and catch the car behind me. You know, maybe ask how much the bill is if, uh, you know, you're price sensitive. I, I, I really don't care. Once I'm in the mood, I want to go do something nice for somebody. I don't, I don't care what it costs because I know I'll get the money back. If you do that to me, I'm the car behind you. That I promise you, that'll set off a chain reaction. I'll if you do that. If someone pays for me, which happens quite often when I'm driving through something, uh, I'll definitely pay for the car behind me to pass it along. And who knows, maybe they'll pay for the people behind them if it's somebody like me sitting in the car. Anyway, another idea: just thanking people. Someone in a service job that normally might hear only complaints from the most vocal people that they come in contact with as in the course of doing their job. You know, something goes wrong. A lot of people just complain and treat them like shit. Well, those people in those service jobs, they really might appreciate you going out of your way to give your full-throated thanks for their help. I am very generous. I say thank you all the time. Nobody on this earth thanks more people than me. This reminds me of an example. My wife and I, we were out shopping. It was a last minute thing that my wife needed for a volunteer thing that she does. She needed several mobile hotspots to enable other volunteers that she works with to be able to take payments for some tickets she was selling to an event. So we were 
in a rush that was you know that's just how it is with my wife it's not a lot of advanced planning but it is what it is she grabs me and we got to go solve this problem now so we're going store to store trying to go and buy enough mobile hotspots and get them set up because she needed them the very next day to start selling tickets for this thing so we're going store to store and you know not everyone wanted to help us you know that happens not everyone's just you know, great, but we we came across a young lady in a in a in a Best Buy store. Best Buy is a, is a large electronics chain in the United States, and this young lady wanted to help my wife. So the girl, we told her what we wanted, and we wanted multiple of these the, the best quality mobile hotspots that she had activated and, and working when we walked out the the door. Now there were no mobile hotspots of this type on the in stock on the shelf. But the girl looked on her com- on the computer there, and she was being told by the point of sale system that there was nothing in stock. But she didn't believe it, so she went back into the back. It took her a couple of minutes, and she came out with several mobile hotspots in her hand. She peeled off some for us, and she uh, stocked the display. Just took a second. She took that extra stock from the back that wasn't supposed to exist per what her computer screen had been telling her, but she restocked the display and then took care of us, got us all set up. She set up all those mobile hotspots, got every single thing working, and I thought she was just extraordinary. I thought that was was just great. We tipped her nicely in cash. Uh, We thanked her, of course. But I was so happy, and that's such a uncommon occurrence for me that I'm happy that I'm that level of happy after dealing with someone who's got just like a normal service job and just does the bare minimum. This girl was just so extraordinary. She was went so far be, beyond what she really needed to. I wanted to tell somebody about it, and there's something broken in my head that um, stops me from feeling shame. <laughs> in, such, in such cases so i went walking around the store just walked out and i i just asked who, who's in charge here and it, it may have sounded like i was upset about something but i wasn't i want to know who's in charge i want to talk to the top knocker in the in the store so that drew a small group of managers at all different levels in this large this large electronics store over and i told them that whole story the whole thing about and how absolutely delighted and thrilled i was with what she did and i could see from the looks on their faces that something good really good was about to happen to her once we left they those people were super thrilled because i think when when customers were coming through the store want to talk to them it's always some shitty thing that happened and people want to complain but not me I wanted to go not only just tell the young lady to her face that she was just fantastic. I want to tell everybody, everybody who had any, held any kind of leadership position in that store, just grab a few minutes of their time. Sorry, sorry for them. I know they're busy, but fuck that. I'm happy and I want to tell somebody about it. So that's that's how it is, right? All right. So that, those are a few examples illustrating what I mean by a hundred more. So what are the benefits? Why should you do this stuff? Well, number one, you, you will, will no, there's no doubt about it in my mind. You will feel better about yourself for sure. And the world, if you're feeling a little bit negative, spread a little joy, spread a little positivity with a stranger and you will feel better. It could just be like open the door for somebody and with a little bit of smile, just no, no big deal. Just takes a second to say, Hey, how are you? Have a good day. That kind of thing. Right. It certainly helps with my attitude every day. I can tell you second pieces for the benefits. They'll feel good. 
the other person. They walk away feeling good too. Sometimes that kind word, like I said before, that brief interaction might be the only thing that anyone says to them that whole day, the only positive thing that happens to them. And that could mean quite a lot from a mental health perspective for people. I am no medical professional. I don't know shit, but I know this much from just a direct human level. A little bit of positivity works for over 99.9% of people on this planet. Third benefit, you can expand your potential network, especially when you are practicing this 100 more behavior in your own neighborhood and your community and with like prior colleagues and co-workers and friends. Just keep nurturing those relationships, rekindling things, building new, like just tiny little small relationships with people around you that can really pay off down the road in unexpected ways. And for me, because I don't know, I'm just weird and my life is a little weird, my luck is weird, I get five times or 10, 10x payoffs. Now, I mean money. I can't win money gambling or betting on things. If I try to go and bet on something, a sporting event, a horse race, anything, I lose. I, I, If you were ever with me and you see me gambling on something, always bet your money the opposite way. And the more confident that I am in what I'm betting on, bet more the opposite way because I will certainly use, lose and you will certainly win. So that sucks for me. However, if I spend, say, $50 buying someone's groceries who is short on cash, like they're, at the, they're trying to check out and they're trying to put stuff back because they don't have enough money and I see that, and I'll step in. I don't pay for just the difference. I pay for the whole thing. And the reason why I do this, because I can afford, I'm not trying to say that if you can't afford this, that you do this at all, but you know, wait until you can. Uh, without incurring any hardship on yourself, like I said before. But when I do that, if I spend, say, $50 on someone's groceries, without fail, it could be just a few days or maybe a few weeks later, I get a 5x or 10x return, somewhere in there for sure. So in this example, for that $50, somewhere between $250 and $500 will materialize out of the blue for me. I don't know where it'll come from, but it happens, and I don't know why. It is some weird thing the universe does with me. I can't win a penny gambling on anything ever. I can win door, physical things like door prizes, any kind of, like physical stuff. Sometimes even like a, like a gift card or something for small amounts, $20, $25, I can do that. But I can't win jack shit when it comes time to me like gambling on something. You know, it's, it's just, I don't know. I've just got this like big curse there. So I, that's why I go look around for opportunities. I jump in. I step in when I see someone's got a little bit of difficulty and I, I'm not going to shame them. There's something shady happening. It's just a good person who's a little shorter in their money. I step in like all the time and, and make the offer nicely. Not, I don't want to embarrass them or make them feel ashamed. I just go tell them, you know, if they push back a little bit, I tell them what my situation is and I say, look, I've got this 5X or 10X payoff that's coming my way for spending this money. And I can see that you too, you're too good of a person to deny me my payoff. That bizarre, insane logic that says, I know you're too good to not allow me to go make my profit stops everybody, man, man and woman, from pushing back anymore. But then we get to thank you mode. I don't want to you know, make a big deal out of it with this thanks. You have a good day. And I, I, just, I just go and strut, strut my way off. All I got to do is just wait out my that few days or few weeks and my payoff will inevitably come. So your mileage may vary on that last one. The universe treats me in some screwed up, messed up way where I got this weird look. 
Anyway, another thing I want to point out is uh, consider an example, again, thinking about social media in the relationship to real life. Social media compared to real life. The way you treat people when it is all over, when it's come to your last day on this earth and you've died, you know, it's, we, we, this happens to all of us, right? Nobody lasts forever. Would you rather end life with a million like shallow, nothing followers who don't really care about you? Or would you have rather have 50 really solid people who absolutely cherish their relationship with you and who love you, who are crying at your funeral? When it's all over, would you rather have an empty funeral room parlor room where people don't really care about you they weren't really close to you or would you have rather have a million followers who just you know oh well he's dead uh, you know r.i.p to the legend you know and, that, and that's just it or would you have rather have 50 genuine relationships my point here is the strength of these hundred mores right Getting more followers on social media is one thing, and it's good for business. That's why I'm on social media trying to go and improve my follower account because I want more eyes on what I'm doing because I want to make more sales. Really, what I'm thinking about is where I make most of my money is in the physical, real world dealing with real people. And what pays off for me are the strength of the relationships that I have with my fellow flesh and blood human beings. Okay? So that's all I have for you today. I got to go. Plus, I've got my eye on 100 more people today. Remember, we are all in this together. So let's get after it out there. I'll see you next week.